Hello, everybody. Welcome to another podcast slash YouTube video of my channel, Perchin Imrek, where I also invite inspirational speakers every week or every second week, depending on the context, depending on the topic. And today I have a friend that I know since one year, TJ Meager from New York, United States, who is living in Turkey right now, actually. So first of all, I would like to say hello to you. Hello, TJ. How are you? How is everything? I'm doing really good. I just moved over here a couple of weeks ago, really getting settled in. And yeah, I'm just glad to talk to you again. Every time I, we always have some inspirational, really motivational conversations. So I'm doing good. I'm excited to, to talk about the topic. Likewise, likewise, which we will introduce in a second. But before I introduce the topic, I would like you to introduce yourself very shortly. Instead of me introducing you, I think it would be much better if you tell a bit about yourself, TJ. You got it. Okay. Well, like like Persian said, I am you know a you know a person from America. I'm from New York. You know, I for me, I'm someone who is really deep into philosophy, spirituality, and I really love coming to you know showing up for people from a, a place of my heart. Really being able to focus on uh, connecting with people from that level. And so for me, from that place of being. I ended up going deep into uh, life coaching. So I'm a life coach and I focus more on being able to connect to your heart and also life purpose. That's my, that's my, my main life's work. And I moved over here because I have a girlfriend here now. So I'm living in Turkey for a little while, but I love travel. I love you know, all kinds of sports. I love philosophy, psychology, spirituality. And yeah, I'm just a very passionate guy. And yeah, my life's work right now, you know, is uh, life coaching yeah fantastic i'm glad to see the this like the, the direction you're going as well we have met with tj last year where he was my guest actually in istanbul and where when we met we immediately connected we talked about life we talked about philosophy spirituality and now i'm also glad to see the direction that you're heading and i see you're doing a pretty good job we also had some live events together and i hope one day we'll have a face-to-face -face event And as you said, like you're a very versatile guy, like you did sports, you still do sports, you're interested in philosophy, spirituality, you're improving yourself every day, you travel, you're a real traveler, not just a tourist. So I think you're a good example of our topic, which is today creating the change from inside. My understanding of this topic is a lot of people expect things to change from the outside, like they expect the economy to be better, the politicians to be better, the weather to be better. And when it gets better, They want it to get back to its old state or to be even better. So it is like a bottomless pit. And the people who manage to understand that the change starts from inside, I see that they're the people that truly makes a difference in there and by extension in other people's lives. So my first question to you, TJ, you're an expert in this topic as well. And I think you're a good example. What is your understanding of making change from the inside? Well, yeah, really good question. And for me any any change at all is a statement from our personality from our uh, heart that's saying okay i think the world should be this way right so external internal regardless i think it's a statement of this is the way the world should be and i think from the inside as opposed to the, to the outside is a way of taking on ownership for your own life, for your own life and what happens to you and the way you feel and the way you show up. I think changing from the inside is a movement of looking at the external world and saying, okay, I have to start here with myself to be able to change from the inside to 
know, to make an influence out externally. So for me, changing from the inside is it's a way of perception management. It's a way of it's a really mature way to look at the world and be able to put, you know, put your ownership, put your stamp on the world by you coming in saying, okay, I, this is my life. I take responsibility for it. Right. So for me, making change from the inside out is it's a statement of maturity. Yeah. For me, it's also very related to, as you said, taking responsibility of your own life, regardless if, you did something directly or if it happened to you as well but once you do that then it changes a lot right and why do you think a lot of people have this toxic way of looking at life or i mean i'm not saying in a judgmental manner but i've also had it for a long time and i'm trying to improve it day by day i'm not saying that i'm there i don't think you're ever there it's i get i think a path that never ends till the end of your life but a lot of people, unfortunately, spend their lives by expecting the change in their outside world instead of understanding that once you take that responsibility, things start change, changing. And why do you think this happens? Why does the majority of people not come to that awareness throughout their lives? Because it's very convenient not to. <laughs> because, you know, it's very easy for us to, you know, look externally because our consciousness is facing outward, right? Like the way that we experience reality is we're not always looking at ourselves in the mirror. We experience reality as looking outward. And so when we are, you know, when something's bothering us, even from when we were a baby, like we were trained that, okay, if we want something, you know, we're going to cry out for it. You know, we're going to, and then we get what we want. It's because that's the way of consciousness. Consciousness, when it has a gap of what isn't already in its experience, it reaches out instead of looking inside for itself, you know, if, you know, inside itself to find whatever it's looking for, it reaches out and it, and that's the divide between self and world. And so we learn over time through our culture, through the way that we um, were nurtured, that we can, that we should go and look externally for the things that, that we want internally. So if we want more self-love and if we, know want more people to care about us or whatever we you know we feel that we have to like go out and seek and search for it out, outside but that's a big trick that we that we play on ourselves as a society and and so it's it's also a lot easier to stay in that mindset because then you don't have to take responsibility for the things that happen in your life and you know you seek you seek external change instead of realizing that you are you are the main like you're the you're the thing that is omnipotent in every experience you have you're always there you know so, so if you start there it's really hard because you have to break your ego and say yeah you know what actually i'm the one who needs to make a change in myself and then i can have whatever it is i'm seeking externally but that takes a lot of courage and a lot of maturity and a lot of humility to be able to face that. And just being honest, um, not a lot of people can tap into that. They have that. Humans have that, that ability to reach that level of, of awareness. All humans have that. But I think it, it takes a lot more courage and a lot more humility than people um, are willing to go to. Yeah, and I think it needs a lot of emotional and mental capital as well, a lot of investments to that, right? Like we're investing in houses, cars, but not a lot of us are investing in ourselves 
in our minds, in our hearts. And yeah, that requires a lot of capital because as you said, yes, it's very convenient. It's in our comfort zones. It's easy to stay where you are and just blame everything that's happening around you. And it's human, as you said, like we are born like that, but I guess in time we have to unlearn what we learned. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And the society, mm -hmm. I guess also is a bit set for us to live a life like that. So instead of us being productive, just being reactive and consuming, and that makes life easier for the status quo as well, for politicians to mm -hmm. come. But that's another topic. Mm -hmm. And you, sure. you mentioned a bit at the end, towards the end of your final sentences, you said people need some parameters to gain to that level of awareness, gain that level of awareness to understand that. And how, then how would you say a person can gain awareness of starting this change from inside? What are the steps? Are there any steps or how does it work? How did it work for you? Ah, uh, okay. Well, there, there's one first step, but it comes in many ways. People can wake up to it. It's, it's, people can wake up to it in many different ways. Um, but really what you need to wake up to the first step is the realization that whatever it is that you want externally or whatever it is that you want in internally, you're by going external, you're doing a really roundabout way of getting what you want. But it, with consciousness, with the law of attraction, with a lot of things that, you know, that points toward we are it, we are what we want. We want like, we have to awaken to that realization that we can, we have the power to give ourselves what we want. Usually when we're seeking love, really the, what we want most is self-love. When we, you know, when we're seeking, I guess, some kind of fulfillment through our job, really, we want to be ourselves fulfilled with our own unique potential. And I think what we need to first wake up to is the fact that we ourselves have the power to, to fulfill ourselves, to give ourselves what we, what we want and, you know, make that change inter internally to then be able to go external and, and exude that out. And we have to be able to, which for me was, was something that was a really powerful experience. We have to, in some way, break our egos of saying, okay, the world is for me. You have to sink that, that awareness of, okay, me looking at the external world you have to kind of break that and sink into a heart space that can connect to the world in a deeper way. And I think that's a little bit more advanced, but that's a couple of steps, you know, a couple steps ahead, but it is something that we do need to do is to be able to, to wake up to the fact that we are what we want. We have to be able to connect with the world and give the world what it wants as well, instead of just expecting and expecting. I think self-love is a very important topic on this parameter as well. And that's, a, I guess, completely other topic that can be spoken about for hours. But it's a, it's a good point to mention. And what about you, TJ? Like you have come to a certain level in life, like you're a young, aware, successful man that knows what he wants from life mostly, because not, none of us, I think, knows 100%. But, and you also know what you don't want, so your awareness is high. And you're going in the direction that you feel like you're finding meaning at. And what brought you to this level? Like from a younger TJ who was not aware at all and who was more expecting the change from outside, how did you turn into a person that you currently are? What realizations or what role models 
did you have on this way? Oh man, that's a really big question. Really big question. <laughs> yeah. So there, there's a lot. There's a lot of uh, influence. But if I'm if I'm gonna keep it simple, I think it was when I was 18. I actually I went through a really deep existential crisis. I really sh- sh- I my whole reality shook, and I I I what I thought was truth was evaporated. You know, for the first time. And it was the first time that I really took, went outside of myself, went outside of my own perception. And this existential crisis felt like this. I was looking up at the stars in my friend and I, I kind of saw the, the stars as the bright ones were really um, close and the, the small ones weren't small, they were just far away. And this distance made me realize that there's infinite space externally out there. And being able to look from the perspective of that, of scale, the perspective of scale, of seeing the infinite universe and seeing myself go back from the earth and look back from the stars and from the galaxies and looking back at myself, it really took me out of that egotistical perspective of like, okay, this is my house and my world and my life and no, the, the, the tree is really tall and then the ant is really small. Like it took me out of this whole perspective that like, you know, the world is just my perception and I just, it ripped me out in a very vicious way. Um, so spiritual awakening is, is something that is painful, but it also through the pain, it makes you wake up um, to what is not true. You know? So it's like the truth is already there existing in the world. And it's our ability to wake up and our willingness to have the courage to wake up that brings us to truth that it was there all along you know that's why i call it waking up because it was the truth was there all along and this existential crisis threw me into that it brought me out of that perspective which i think is aligned with change from the inside because it's really about uh, discovering truth and making change from the inside is we've always had that that's always been a truth that we have the power to change internally and all the things that we want you know those things or for the sake of having some internal emotion or internal fulfillment, the job, the this, the that, all that is for the sake of our, inter- our internal state. That's what we really want. You know, it's, so to be able to grow spiritually, that, that's a, a turn inward. So I came to this level of awareness through pain, through curiosity about the universe and through courage to go and explore myself and, and the world in a very honest way that was willing to break for the sake of understanding. And so for that, that I think is a mature perspective of not holding on to some truth, but breaking it for the sake of taking on responsibility and discovering for myself of taking responsibility for myself to, to find the truth of the world, the truth of myself and to change from the inside. And, and it, it's a change that when it happens, it, it's like energy to matter in the way that it's it's not like linear change. It's not like, okay, I grow my body by working out, you know, five, time, five times a week and then it grows over time. Like when I changed my energy and my, when I took on and expanded that internal world and it's like, I changed so rapidly. My entire universe, the way I looked at, at my life, all that just changed dramatically. And so the way, obviously, if that, that awareness grows and expands at that level so fast, the way that you look at change, it 
it becomes internal as well because your internality grows. So change becomes something that that is starts from the inside, just like everything else. Everything else starts from the inside too. When you come to this spiritual awakening, that you're at the center of the of, the, of your reality, but you are simultaneously nothing compared to well, the rest of the universe. So it's it's this this dynamic flow um, that that has an influence on your perception of the world and it relates to change from the inside because you know that that the most potent change is internal change amazing i also live with this thing that i feel that i'm a part of the universe i'm a part of the whole and the more i feel it the more i feel in flow with the universe and i mean everything that you say is very inspirational but this part i found particularly amazing so for the people who watch it as well i would recommend them to re-watch it and take notes which I will also do after I upload this video. So <laughs> it was amazing. And I think you are very fortunate. And of course, I mean, it's you create your own luck. Of course, I will not just underestimate it by saying, oh, you're so lucky that you came to this awareness at such an early age. But having this awareness at this age, I think it's amazing. For me, it was much later. For some people, it's much later. But I also feel that everybody has their own time. So it's not something you can push or hurry. It requires a certain level of investment in yourself and then it's like a glass pouring actually at some point it just starts pouring out when it's too full right, <laughs> right. yeah I, i'm just i'm interested in in, in your experience with that because like right now what what happened was you know your energy changed i knew that you kind of i felt that you picked up what i was saying so like why did that touch you personally how like what was your experience with and that why did it um resonate with you Well, I mean, it's, it resonates with, with me a lot, actually. So, I mean, that's the basic answer. Because in, since the last five years, especially, I'm also changing the, my level of awareness a lot because of a lot of things that happened to me, like some tragic events. I lost some family members and some also the things that I did for myself, like all the travels that I did, people that I have met, all the extracurricular activities that I did. So I, it, it, it feels like, as I said, when I hold a glass, I mean, it's also a podcast, so I will depict it. I have a glass in my hand and it's getting fuller, 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 fuller. And at some point it starts pouring out. So around five, six years ago, I came to this level of awareness where it started pouring out and I started uh, changing my frequency because before I also had a lot of toxic, toxic moments in my life that I didn't only damage myself, but also the people close to me. So all these realizations changed my life a lot. A lot. So as for you and as for a lot of people that are in this I guess, level of frequency, it's also an emotional topic because you see how it changes your life, how it changes the lives of the people that are close to you and by extension, how it changes the life of people that aren't even close to you, but somehow connect with you. And I feel like we're like, I want to ask you this as well. We are like radio channels. Like when we change our frequency, like people in that frequency and things on that frequency start entering our life, right? What do you think about yeah. that? <laughs> oh, great, great question. I know it was a, Yeah, it, it, felt, it felt right. It felt like that was the right, definitely the right question to ask. Um, I have a lot of personal experience with this and that's so aligned with the internal change. Like when you can get to a place of such self-love and high frequency in you because you're the thing that is radiating out. Like it's scientifically proven that we have, not just the earth has its, its gravity, which is the electromagnetic field, but we, our heartbeat, we have electricity, we have an electromagnetic field in us that has a, that radiates out a certain, you know, certain frequencies. And we, we do attract the, the same wavelengths that 
that is out in the external world. And so it's like, it's not just like an interesting thought. It's like science. We have this electromagnetic field that is like an aura, but can also be even um, measured. You know, uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza is doing, is doing that right now. Look up uh, Joe Dispenza if you don't already know about epigenetics and all these things. But um, like, it's so true. And for me, it's, it's, it's personally true because I met my girlfriend a year and a half ago. And the, the way we met, and this is just one example, um, is I was previously in Bulgaria and I was with one of my, my best friends. And I don't know this, this friend, uh, his name is Max. Uh, if, you're, if you end up listening to this, Max, loving man, thank you so much for all that you've uh, taught me and guided me with. And he, he always raises my energy so much. He always brings me to a state where, like, you know, where I feel great, where I feel empowered. I feel very powerful about my reality, about who I am. And I always go through a lot of spiritual awakening when I'm with him. And I, so I left uh, Sofia. I hitchhiked in one day from there, from Sofia, all the way to Istanbul, across the border in one day. And then I took a, um, another a, a long uh ride from there all the way down to Adana and it, I was in a really big truck so if you're going to hitchhike try not to go into, into a truck if you're going long distance as a side note because uh you know it takes a lot a long time as a side note um but you know when I got down there I was in such a great state I was I was hitchhiking I felt free I felt great about myself and the first day I got to Adana the first day I met my girlfriend and she's a very spiritual being so she She's, I think, at a more advanced level than me spiritually. And she said that she never looks at, you know, cars that are passing by. But she was in a cafe where she was serving people. And she stopped and saw and felt a frequency from the car that was pulling up. And it was me. And just like something clicked. It was a natural flow. And like when you're at that frequency, I was at such a high frequency that I resonated with her. And she felt that. And it just, things kind of happen in that way. And so I, I want to, to end this, I want to invite everybody to learn more about Taoism, learn more about trusting the universe. Because, you know, if you try to force your willpower, it's such a hubristic thing, such an overconfident thing to think that we can, you know, like push our will onto the external world. We can only control our energy and by our energy, we can allow the universe to bring and a certain frequency so instead of seeking that change externally and changing everyone else by by going inside ourselves and trusting the universe we just change ourselves and we, we we trust that the universe will resonate that same frequency for us so i invite all of you guys to do that that inner work of trying to raise your frequency of trying to learn more about you know brain waves try to meditate more to, to raise your energy to really focus internally to be able to raise your being, raise your, your being's energy to then be able to match the frequency of the things that you want in, in the world. So that you, you're fighting against the current of reality if you are trying to just constantly change externally. So for me, when I, when I realized that, you know, this understanding that your frequency has to change if you want to really bring the things into the world that you want. I, I focused on that and it, it became so true for me in, in the most profound way, which is meeting the love of my life, who is it, my life partner. Wow. Impressive. 
and yes, it's. I think it was a very good example to the fact that when you change your frequency, people in that frequency enter your life, and also generally people below that frequency leave your life. And yes, you just have to, in that case, go with the flow without pushing it too much and without also lagging behind. Just wherever the flow takes you, go there. Yeah, and it just it with what you were saying to me, it reminds me like going with the flow and like I think we pressure so hard with our logic to be able to try to make things happen. But I think if we stop so much with our, you know, with up here, with trying to influence with our willpower and sink into here, I think coming from a place where you have an open heart will bring all the things that you desire. Like if you want love in your life, if you want good relationships, if you want fulfillment, you know, if you want peace, if you want, you know, like all these things that you really want, if you come from a, from a good place in, in the heart, if you have an open heart and if you love openly, you will attract everything that you want in your life. And that's the heart of spirituality, I believe, pun intended, the heart of spirituality. The core of spirituality, I think, is coming to a place where you can raise your frequency to one, a place of love and connection to the world. And secondly, a place of peace to where you can go with the flow and trust reality. I think there is a lot more to be said in this topic, but I guess in half an hour, we did a pretty good job, right? Are there anything, or I thank you, is there anything that you would like to add or suggest to people, Dijek? Got it. Well, I would say the one thing that I would say, not one thing that I would say, I would say the one thing that is most important for everybody to take away from this is the fact that the change that you want in your life it starts from you being able to, to wake up and take responsibility. And I just want to say to everyone listening, everyone watching, good luck on this journey. You know, you, you are the inner guru. Like you're the, the one that has all the answers. Okay. So if you stop looking externally in all the books, in all the courses, in my voice, and if you just stop and listen to yourself and go inside yourself I promise that you will find the answers that you're looking for. And, and not only the answers, but the fulfillment and the happiness that you're looking for. So that's all I want to say. And, and also thank to you, you know, thanks to you, uh, Perchin, for giving me the opportunity for us to connect and to talk about such a great, such an important, passionate topic. It is amazing for me as well. The, way, the reason I do this is like whenever I do this, the person that I resonate with, I feel my frequency is increasing. And today was the case as well and i'm sure we will do a lot, of, a lot more podcast videos events together and i'm looking forward to it but this half an hour was amazing and i think the people who will watch this video for any reason it won't be a coincidence it's because that they will take a step in their lives this will be just one of the steps so thank you very much dj it was great to have you and see you <laughs> thank you i really appreciate it really no my energy is high too now so i'm really glad and uh take care man yeah, take care, brother. Thank you very much. Bye, man. Talk to you soon.